Hey, it's Chris from the Morning Mix. Nikki and I had the opportunity to chat with Jeff Dunham. You know him as a world-famous ventriloquist. He's playing the Allstate Arena on December 31st. It's the Still Not Cancelled Tour. Tickets are available now at jeffdunham.com. Please enjoy Nikki and I chatting with Jeff Dunham. So you are coming to Chicago. You're going to be here December 31st. Now, are you going to do anything special given it's New Year's Eve, or will you do your show? You got any confetti cannons or anything ready to go? (laughs) Confetti cannons. You know what? Actually, at the end of the show, one of my characters is named Peanut. We have little peanut dolls, and we put them in the cannon. (laughs) Instead of T-shirts, we shoot little peanut dolls out there. They're pretty great. Wow. We had to stop doing the T-shirts because I actually took out a couple people with that cannon. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, injuries were made? People broken noses and stuff? No, I, we actually broke a guy's rib once. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I he was, was kidding. The, this, I know, because my guy, you know, I have a crew. These 12 guys have been with me for, we've been all together for like like 18 years on the road doing these things. And we, we found this guy down in Oklahoma who would build these, these guns for, you know, and he sold them to schools and stuff. But he said the tighter you pack the T-shirt, the further, of course, it's going to go. It's like a bullet, right? So my guys, my crew guys, made... <laughs> sorry, I'm just laughing. No, here. I love it. They, they made it their chore to pack their goal, to pack those T-shirts, roll them up with, and use rubber bands to make them as small as possible. <laughs> Hold T-shirts. So they were like freaking mortar shells, right? And we were in a giant arena somewhere in Canada, and uh, fired, you know, I, and I would just shoot him, I, and, I, and I wasn't stupid. I wouldn't fire at the front row, right? <laughs> so I'd shoot for the back of the house, and I'd throw T-shirts to the front row and then shoot for the back of the house. And we got this letter uh, from this person later that said, we're, we're not going to file a lawsuit, but just want to let you know, my son was there, and the son was like 20-something years old, and all his buddies were in the balcony having a great time, and he turns his head, and one of those T-shirts comes up, slams him in the chest, puts him in the back of the chair, He's, as he's leaving, he's literally spitting blood. Oh, Whoa. my gosh. <laughs> now, that's a hell of a show. <laughs> yeah. I, and he was fine. So, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. He was fine. But, but I, you know, I don't know what happened there, but... Uh, uh, he was okay. So yeah, we don't we don't do we don't do the t-shirts in the cannon anymore. <laughs> it's not your fault, dude. It's like going to a baseball game. Right. You got to be oh, ready. You know, you yeah, wasn't paying attention. You know, you can't help it. <laughs> but at least a baseball is by human, you know, human energy that the thing goes. It's a battery, <laughs> throw it or something. This is out of something that's plugged into a giant compressor in the <laughs> right. But it's amazing knowing that this has happened and you're calling it the still right. not canceled tour. <laughs> We're trying really hard. We're yeah, trying really, really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been still not sued and canceled. Yeah. Right, exactly. I like it because still not canceled, you could take that two ways. It could be like, uh, I don't get it. What do I got to do to get canceled? Or, you know, the obvious version of it. Is that how you decided to run with that title? I just went with that title because I remember sitting around where, you know, there's a handful of folks that uh, work for me and uh, we're trying to think up titles for the next tour. And I said that and they all laughed and I went, no, I'm serious. And they're like, uh, <laughs> we don't know. It's a little too close to the fire. Yeah. A little too close. To yeah. It. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So, but you know, and it does take a, as, as you guys know, being on radio, there's a new filter you have in your head, uh, both for self-preservation and for the fact that you don't want lawsuits and you want to keep your job and all those reasons, but that filter's there. And now whatever we say as people in show business has to go through that filter and it's annoying as hell. Yeah. But for you, you can always go, I don't know what you're talking about, man. My mouth wasn't moving at all. What are you talking about? Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I, th- there's a video out right now. Last week I was in uh, Vegas. I did a show at uh, Planet Hollywood. I do there one show a month. And, and my first grade teacher just so happened to be in the audience. And I went out there with a microphone, and the camera followed me, and I did a Facebook Live, and it was awesome. And she was so funny. She's now 80 years old. And she's sharp as a tack, and she goes, Jeff, I want to say something right here in front of everybody. What? I go, what? He goes, it's your language. (laughs) 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 She started shaming me. And I'm like, Mrs. Gordon, it's not me. It's those guys in the box. She goes, I know. I need to talk to Walter. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. Now, okay, so not only are you selling out arenas, you know, obviously you've been doing this for a while. You're hurting people with T-shirt guns. (laughs) But you're, you're a Funko. You're a Funko, a Funko Pop, Pop now. I mean, is everyone getting that for Christmas? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I guess. And what's cool about this, and so, you know, I, I know a little bit about Funko Pops, but I know there's a lot of people that know a lot about Funko Pops. But apparently there's only a handful of them out there that are more than one being or one person. So right. we have the unusual ones where one is me and Peanut, one's me and Walter, one's me and Bubba J. So yeah, those are those are awesome. Somebody said, do you feel like you've made it now that you're a Funko Pop? And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. But you, people ask me, they say, what was that career-changing moment? Or when did you know you finally made it? Was it The Tonight Show? Was it this <laughs> no. or that or nope. Big Selling nope. Arena? No. my That moment where I went, oh my God, I've made it, is when I was in an episode of Scooby-Doo. Oh, <laughs> of course! <laughs> Yeah. You meddling ventriloquist. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. And that is true. So, that is perfect yeah. because that is actually where we all discovered ventriloquists. Okay, so this is what I was going to ask you about. How? Do you, what do you believe? So you being one of the greatest of all time in the field of ventriloquism and having a career right now here in 2023 that can go on as long as you want it to go on, what do you believe is the staying power of ventriloquism? Because we watch, my wife and I will watch a lot of those talent shows that they have on TV, and all the time you got ventriloquists coming on there, and they always do so well, and they go so far. And certainly here in America, we seem very intrigued and interested and excited by ventriloquism. For you, what do you think has been the staying power of the art form? Well, for me, I, the only reason is because I've, I've I've approached it like a stand-up comedian who just happens to have a dummy. So, uh, you know, it, it's like seeing a juggler. I, I mean, you can see a juggler juggle five things uh, and, and seven things. How, how many times can you see that and how long can you watch it? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I would hate to be some sort of variety actor where it's just a skill because you can only do that skill and change it up so many times. But as a stand-up comic, you, you're always talking about what's going on in the world, what's going on in your life and somebody else's life. Life, the problems we all have, just trying to see the world from a different way and making the rest of us laugh at seeing things that we don't, as the average people don't see. So that's what a stand-up comic does. And so for me to have a dialogue on stage rather than a monologue even makes it more interesting and more fun for me because I can tell jokes, but it can be it, I, I can also do both sides of it. So we can talk about controversial issues or things that shouldn't be said can be said because then I can jump right in and point out the other side. So I think, in short, I think my staying power has just it's my 15 minutes of it has extended to this many years just because of the comedy, <laughs> just because of being able to make people laugh. That's it. Yeah, see, that's the thing I got wrong because you're saying you do comedy with a dummy. I try to do comedy as a dummy. That's that, the problem. Right, That's right. the difference. That's yeah. the difference. That's it. And it's like a multi, per, uh, what do you call it, multiple personality therapy yeah, exactly. as yeah, well. It you know, yeah. so it, it's helping. This is all yeah. happening New Year's Eve at Wanna Make Sure All State Arena, right? That's where we're going to be. 
Yeah, yeah, it's going to be, and I was there two years ago, but this is uh, this is uh, different because it's a whole different show. And what I love about my show is that it you don't learn anything. There's no social redeeming value. We do put, we, there's nothing. You know, we do push things a little bit topic-wise, but it's it's just leave your brain at the door and your cares at the door and come in and have a, a goofy, fun, stupid time. And uh, for those, and I also think that's why people keep coming back. The show constantly changes, and you can bring, you know, friends and family and everybody have a great time and come again a year or two later and it's uh you know all stupid different fun so um i just you know and also we're doing it early which is uh is great there's no there's nothing worse than performing on new year's eve on new year's eve that's amateur hour right there i used to do the improv there and where's the improv i can't remember there's an improv here um, in schaumburg the one by woodfield schaumburg, that's yeah that's it. the one right yep yeah yeah oh by the way that improv is where Ahmed did sang the song Jingle Bombs for the first time. We put it on YouTube, and my career would not be where it is right now had it not been for that Schomburg no improv way. that wow. night. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, then you're going to yeah. have some, I'm sure you'll have some repeat customers who were there that night that are going to be there on the 31st with you at Allstate Arena. That's awesome. I hope so. That was back in 2000, Christmas of 2007, I think it was. I think so, something like that. So, yeah. You kind of hinted yeah. at it. But, okay, New Year's Eve, I've always heard for comedians, worst night of the year to perform because everybody's drunk. So you're doing New Year's Eve early because you're a vet and you know what the heck you're doing. What happened? What has happened? Maybe a New Year's Eve where you were like, I'm not doing this again at 11 p.m. Okay, you, you, you got a second? You want to hear the worst story ever? Absolutely. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> This is absolutely horrible. Okay, so, oh my God. So I'm working the, the Brea Improv down in uh, Southern California, right, in Los Angeles. And uh, my, my buddy was in my opening act. And uh, there was the, the MC and then the, op- the, the middle act. He was the, he was the middle act, and I was the headliner. And so we always had this, this thing where he would, uh, you know, the, he would go out and be the middle, and uh, he would kind of check the audience out more for me, let me know where there's hecklers or where there's, you know, problem areas in the, in the crowd. And so he goes out second. And and uh, he goes, he comes back, and the, the you know, the, the the first guy's on getting ready to introduce me. He goes, okay, there's a guy right back in the middle, middle, back there. He's uh, he's making noise. He won't shut up. I go, yeah, I've tried a couple lines, but he won't shut up. And I said, okay, let Robert know. He was my manager at the time and the manager of the club. Let him know if I give him, I'm going to give him my two my two uh, jokes, uh, heckler jokes. And if he doesn't shut up, then get him out. So okay, because I don't put up with that crap, right? And I can usually shut him up pretty quick. So I'm doing my show. The guy goes, hey! and I'm like, you know, clearly he's drunk. And so I give him the heckle line. The whole audience laughs. I keep going. Literally ten minutes later, completely out of time. He just goes, hey, hey, hey! and I'm like, okay, that's it. I give him my second heckler line, and uh, the third time he does it, and so they know that's the. And then a few minutes later, I feel this pocket of silence in that part of the room. And I can't see because of the lights, right? But this pocket of silence of like, you know, just a, an island of war, the laughs are gone. So I come backstage. The, the show goes great. I get off stage. My manager, Robert, he's in, his, in the green room shaking his head, had his head in his hands. And he's shaking his head. I'm like, what's wrong? He goes, dude, you're not going to believe it. I'm like, what? He goes, the guy making the noise was in a wheelchair. He was a huge fan. He had, I don't know what he had, but he was just expressing his uh, love for you and was just out of time because he's not all there. And they had to give him a shot in the neck and pull him out. Oh, my God. It was absolutely horrible. Oh, my God. And of course- yeah. So since then, we do every show with the lights on in <laughs> yeah, the beginning. Yeah, lights are on. Everybody's there. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> a little a little yeah. sense check. A yep. little getting to know you, and then I take it from there. Yeah, oh, but but to to, to oh. make up for it, we did everything we possibly could to make up for it. I had no idea. Of course. Yeah, I never would have. I never would have said do that had I known that. Right, right. But, but the but the poor club was sitting there trying to do what I wanted and. Oh my goodness! Yeah, but again, like you said, it was New Year's Eve, so yeah, you were just you ready expect? for the yeah. worst. Yeah. Oh that's, my god! Oh yeah. my god! That's crazy. Oh, it's the worst ever. So there you go. End on a happy, funny note. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, you're gonna have an audience taking care of it. I hope uh, not too hammer drunk early. I'm hoping you're the like pre thing, and then they go out. Right? They like get the funny end well, on December first, and then I think get my out. Sh- I think my show's at three. Is it at three? I think it's at three. That sounds right. And and. And I love that because uh, people come out, they can come to the show, they can have a great time, then they go to dinner, then they drink heavily, then they have that party. Yeah, and after so, that, you're yeah. still not canceled. And that's what's good about yeah, it. That's right. <laughs> you're the best part. Hopefully. You're, you're exactly. the apps and the pre-party. That is, uh, you know, that's the best part that's of every meal. That's the best meal. part. Well, go to jeffdunham.com to get your hands on all the ticketing needs that you want for Allstate Arena, December 31st. Jeff Dunham, still not canceled tour. Thanks for your time. You, you're the you're the best. This is great. We should do this Thank again. you, guys. And by the way, Go to, if my tickets are you know not expensive. They should not be over hundred bucks or fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty bucks. If it's five hundred dollars on StubHub, you're getting screwed. Yeah, that's no, what we always say. I'm too. looking right now, fifty-six bucks Boom. total. There I mean, that is a, that is perfect for New Year's Eve. Perfect. All right, guys. All right, Jeff. Time. Thanks so much. Take care. Be well. Bye. Thanks. See you. Bye.